Hi, thanks for tuning in to High on Horror. I'm Drew. And I'm John. This episode and every future episode is dedicated to the horror hounds and smokers out there who want to expand their knowledge of the genre and have a good time. Halloween ends hit theaters this past weekend, mm -hmm. but was it the ending that the Myers legacy deserved? Is and it was it end? a good send-off for Laurie Strode? Keep listening if you want to hear what we have to say. Today on High, High on, on horror. horror. Interviews, reviews, and the latest news all rolled into one. All right, bro. Well, uh, before we get into this uh, movie discussion here, what are we going to smoke today? I, uh, I brought a pre-rolled. Save, save, save me the time and effort having to do it myself. Okay, sweet. What is it? It's a uh, Grape Kush. Uh, let me see. I had the container here. If I, can, if I put it the right way. It's 18.9% uh, THC. And uh, there's not a whole lot on it. DJ Shorts. Grape Kush is a productive marijuana hybrid strain that has sharp and fruity aromas. The effects are long-lasting and powerful, including euphoric head effects and a relaxed body. It's gonna. The effects here mostly are sleepy, euphoric, and hungry. Uh, negatives are headache, paranoia, and dry mouth. It's always the dry mouth. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's the perfect thing to uh, to send us into this episode with. Yeah. So uh, let me spark this up here and. Uh, it's Halloween ends. I mean, before we get into this, though, I just want to say um, there's been a rule that applies to the Halloween series since day one, and that is that the Halloween movies are the absolute best when they're good, but when they're bad, they have the absolute lowest of lows. <laughs> Halloween ends is a 2022 American slasher film directed by David Gordon Green and written by Green and Danny McBride. I want you to keep in mind, this has been the formula for the other two. But today, uh, where we're uh, straying, it feels like from the first two. This doesn't feel like an entry, but that should be in a trilogy with it. Yeah, I would. Uh, it definitely has standalone vibes. Yeah, I mean, even Halloween. Jeez, uh, I, I know I'm going to end up mix, mixing these up and messing them up <laughs> at some point. Halloween kills. Almost felt like that as well. Laurie was very sidelined on it. Yeah. But uh, this is the, if you're counting, 13th installment in the entire franchise. Uh, we're bringing back Jamie Lee, James Jude Courtney, Andy Matichak, Will Patton, uh, Kyle Richards, Nick Castle, and Laurie Strode. Well, Nick Castle and Jamie Lee Curtis for the last time. Yeah. And uh, we bring in Rohan Campbell, you know, somebody we're just going to throw into the fucking fourth film because even though this is a trilogy it's still the fourth film in the in series this, yeah because it's all this trilogy takes place after the first film the 1978 original i i want to know how much i know i know before we get into the plot here but we're but i, I also want to know because you said the same thing do you think john carpenter like everything all these other movies it was a lot of original music and a lot of this, it's it's licensed music, and I feel like a lot less him, his son, and I can't remember who the third one is. Shit. Uh, I know it's him and Cody, and I always forget who the third guy is yeah. with them. You should it, probably know that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, a lot of it was a lot of original compositions, and them working with the original kind of music to like update it right daniel davies is the uh, okay okay one. there it is there it is i was thinking so hard i was like we're gonna get this we're gonna get this 
That was, I knew it was something easy to remember too. That's the worst part. But yeah. But but did you feel but that way almost? I I felt the same thing. Yeah, I was watching. Does it the feel movie like a Halloween and I thought, job? I, I started thinking. <laughs> no, I started thinking. Um, like I was thinking back to Halloween 2018 in the bathroom stall scene when, in the restroom uh, when Michael's attacking the reporters or the podcasters, and like that music that kicked on and like even I think Joe Rogan was even Joe Rogan said on his podcast like that's what made that movie feel like a Halloween movie was the fucking music and uh, when I was watching this movie I thought of that scene from Halloween 2018 and I'm like I'm just not getting those vibes like the music's not there like you said it was very it's all licensed music so this one very much uh, was missing uh, the feel of a Halloween film yeah but uh yeah so this originally mcbride him and green had a uh pitched two films back to back but studio wanted to wait to see how the first one went surprise surprise people wanted to see michael again and uh after the first one you know they did kills and then you know with covid and everything everything got pushed back and uh it's being met with a lot of mixed reviews um We'll we'll get into our reviews here later, but uh, if you want to watch it, it's going to be on Peacock for the next sixty days exclusively, and then I'm sure they'll have the steel books, and you can buy it on streaming and shit. There's already two steel books uh, that came out today. Uh, as we're recording this, it's Friday. Uh, the uh, two steel books went up on Zavi today to pre-order Halloween Ends already, and I'm like, I will save whether I'm ordering <laughs> it or not yet. Yeah, well. We'll get to that. So, uh, starting here, it's 2019, and a kid named Corey Cunningham, played by uh, Rohan Campbell, is babysitting a young kid named Jeremy, who's just a little shit. And he keeps trying to prank him. Um, he keeps telling him Michael's coming for him and all that. And uh, Jeremy's parents were out, and when they're coming home, they're playing hide-and-seek, and... Seek, and the kid locks him in the room, and this is the one time I feel like in the movie I just went, oh, shit. He <laughs> kicks it. You don't see it, but you hear the door open. Yeah, he's so desperate to get out that he uh, it, it's, he kind of does like a Victor Crowley job. You know, like he's on the other side of the door, and you know he's just kicking that door trying to get out. And then that kid drops, what, like three three flights of steps the door basically. slams him in the face sends him doing like a, a somersault or a shooting a shooting star press and his head bounces up it's it's a rough landing yeah it's not like in focus it's just out of focus enough but in focus enough for you to tell that that kid's neck snapped it's pretty brutal yeah that shit was rough anyway we jump ahead it's three years later we're in uh the present 2022 and uh, we're in the town of Haddonfield, and uh, Michael Myers has done a job on the town. Everybody's kind of uh, unpleasant to each other. Yeah. And uh, especially Lori Strode. Uh, she, she's in the process of writing a memoir, and uh, she ends up running into, uh, why can't I remember his name? Will, Will Patton's. Will Patton. Will Patton. I believe it's Will Patton, yeah. But uh, his his character, I don't know what Hawkins. Yeah, and she looks all happy, and then that uh, the chicken got stabbed in the neck in <laughs> Halloween Kills with the fluorescent bulb. Yeah, somehow, uh, spoiler alert! I mean, you find this out in what the first fifteen minutes, but uh, she's still alive somehow. But but she's in a wheelchair, even though she yeah, just she got had stabbed a wheelchair in the neck. for her neck injury. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> she said it's Lori's fault. 
She said Lori enticed him. Like, what was she doing? Well, it wasn't, well she didn't say anything. It was her, her sister or friend, yeah. whoever that was, who decided to just bitch Lori out outside of the grocery store. But uh, Lori's living with Allison. Allison's uh, working in the Haddonfield Memorial. And she got a uh, creepy-ass boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a creep. But, uh, yeah, Corey... Ends up uh, running into some high school bullies, and he's what, like, in his early twenties? Yeah, these kids are younger than he is. That's that's and, yeah. And they fuck with him and shit. He ends they up, fuck with him and shit. I mean, that's what they did. But I mean, like, he he gets his hand cut open. Lori saves the day for him, and uh, he ends up. She brings him home to meet Allison, which is just weird that you just randomly meet this dude, like. She just liked him because he seemed innocent, you know? Yeah, and yeah but, uh, I mean, he did kick a kid down three flights of stairs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, so she ends up bringing him home. They end up getting along, and he's going to a costume party with them. And then, uh, he, he uh, ends up getting, he, he freaks out because he's socially awkward and yeah. shit. I mean, I guess, uh, I guess he's, 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 he's literally cutting loose and finally having yeah. fun and, you know, like, oh, shit, I can have fun out in public and relax and be normal again. But uh, so he thinks. So he thinks. And uh, he's still working in his uncle's salvage yard and shit. But when he leaves the party, he ends up running into the bullies again. And they they fuck with him again. And he gets he gets like what knocked over like this little like overpass. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say right here that uh, going into the film, uh, David Gordon Green had said, like when he sent the script to John Carpenter, that it had Christine vibes. And uh, I'm not giving any spoilers away based on what John just told you. You can clearly see there's a lot of similarities to Christine. I don't know if, uh, how, I would say, how it was said that there's Christine vibes. It seems like a lot of things are being borrowed from Christine. Like he's Christine's in the car. Right. Christine's Instead of a car. He's getting a motorcycle. His last name's Cunningham in the movie. And <laughs> yeah. Christine is already Cunningham, right? And this it's Corey Cunningham. Now he's getting bullied. Uh, yeah. He works in a salvage yard, you know, uh, you know, it's a, uh, I don't really feel like there's Christine vibes. I feel like David Gordon Green decided to like take Christine in one hand and Halloween in the other and go, Hey, let's see how these, let's see how these two kiss. There's definite Christine vibes, if that's what you want to call it. It's uh, very reminiscent of Christine, anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, and, like, we're talking about all this and, like, them getting to the party and all this. We're 30 minutes into the fucking movie. Yeah, right. At this point. Yeah. Like, and there's no Michael. No. I mean, you've seen Michael, but that's because you were shown flashbacks and clips from other movies as like a montage or just like a flashback. There's been no actual 2022 Michael. Correct. In this movie. Correct. Uh, yeah. And then they're on like a dinner date. I don't know if I might be conflating this in the party. I think maybe the party happens later, but, uh, Allison's ex-boyfriend as I uh, brought up. We actually had yeah, a plane. After the about, parties, after the party, yeah. I said uh, he looked like Biff Tannen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, he looks like Biff Tannen from. It, it's it's very close. I feel like his name's like Doug Mullaney, and uh, he's a dick, and he's too old. He's way too old for Allison for yeah, sure. Yeah, dude, like Allison's twenty one, twenty two. 
This dude looks like he's probably like 28. He looks like he's married with four kids. He's married with four kids. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, and then and then Corey like stands up to him because he keeps pestering Allison about going back out. Yeah, uh, we're good. And apparently, anytime anybody's ever had their like don't get their way, or somebody raises their voice to him in Haddonfield, it automatically mm-hmm. means you have to fuck them up. Like apparently, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's everybody. Uh, exercises their uh, emotions through violence yeah i yeah i want to go back i meant because like look at the bullies <coughs> why did they beat the shit out of him because he wanted to buy him alcohol because they were underage yeah that's true yeah <laughs> they didn't yeah. get their way so they fucked hey, there's strength dude. there's strength in numbers man like there's like what three three or four four on one but 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 this it's like Ra's al Ghul said in Batman Begins that I've referenced this before. It's the failure, the failure to act. This dude did not try. He just theatricality took, and his, took his ass whooping. He did not try to fight back. Which I I would say he employs later some theatricality and <laughs> well, deception. There's a saying from that movie Hot Rod that you and I love. You know, uh, uh, and I, I always this this always stuck with me because it's the absolute truth. Uh, Hot Rod's stepfather says it to him. And it is, it's true. I think about this like every day in my day-to-day life and like every scenario. Play the victim and you will be the victim. That's exactly what's happening here to a certain point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were, yeah, yeah, you were right. I, I, I had, I had to go, 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 go back and look, but yeah, the, uh, the Halloween party does happen before the like dinner date. Yeah. Uh, Corey, uh, when he gets thrown off that bridge, uh, he's dragged to the sewers by an unknown figure and, uh, he wakes up in the sewers. He's confronted by Michael. Who's been living in the sewers for like four years. He holds him by the throat and then he just lets Corey go. He looks into his eyes and just sees something and the loosens eyes, his grip. The devil's eyes. <laughs> On the way out, Corey's confronted by a homeless man with a knife and ends up killing him. That one, like, I'm not going to hold against Corey. Like, I guess both of his kills at this point, like, you can't really hold against them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Michael is fucked up when we see him, though. Yeah. Like, he looks fucked up. Yeah, and uh, Corey and Allison, they make uh, they make up and go on the dinner date, and then that's when Allison's uh, Biff Tannen shows up. He ends up, uh, I think... I think right here after i finish this is where is where we'll stop for non-spoilers but okay. i because i feel like this is where it starts getting kind of okay uh cory leads leads biff tannen uh into the sewers and michael kills him but michael's like killing him while cory is holding the cop down and stabbing him yeah and like are they working together? It's weird. Who knows what's going on at this point? But uh, yeah, I feel like that might be the perfect spot to kind of stop it there because that's kind of when more shit yeah. happens, and it's. I feel like it gets really spoiler heavy at this right, right, right after here. But and then let me just say before our uh, producer Josh uh, does his magic and throws a little jingle in for you to know to turn this off if you don't want to hear spoilers please do come back and listen to the spoilers if you haven't seen the movie yet once you've seen the movie because uh this is the juicy stuff we have a lot that we have to say here uh we held back just now so if you want to hear like the good stuff make sure you come back if you've already seen the movie or if you don't care about spoilers 
definitely stay tuned because we're about to really get into it. But to wrap up how we feel about the movie, I feel like it's hard not to go into spoilers. And I feel like maybe I'll elaborate more because I feel like spoilers are definitely why we have such a strong opinion about this movie. Yeah. Do not like it. Have no interest in seeing it. Will not buy the steel book. I have no, no, no not interest buying the in purchasing this movie. This thing, I, I said in the beginning, I wanted you to remember, it's written by the same people. Because this shit goes so off the rails for a Halloween movie that you, if you don't know this, I feel like you could easily be like, oh, they brought in new writers for this movie. Like, I don't know what happened. David Gordon Green and Danny McBride did an amazing job with Halloween 2018, minus the Dr. Sartain part. Halloween Kills <laughs> did a really good job, minus that hospital scene. So, like, they did mostly a good job. I feel like each movie had a moment that made me go, oh, I don't know about that. This whole movie made me go, oh, this is terrible. Like, I told you, I don't know. Like, am I going to have to issue an apology to Rob Zombie that his movie might actually be better than this? <laughs> like, this shit is terrible. Yeah, it's pretty and I bad. know I probably sound like I'm just tearing this down. Like, you really need to listen to the spoilers for me to go more in depth because I feel like right now I just feel like that person on the internet, it just goes, oh, this movie's shit. Well, why? <laughs> I want to tell you why, but I, if you haven't watched it, I don't want to spoil as to why I feel it, but the decisions they made with the character of Michael Myers are unforgivable. Laurie Strode is whatever. This fucking new dude, Corey, I don't give a shit about. Allison is made so unlikable in this movie. Like, I can't stand Allison in this movie. Yeah, and I have I, a lot to say about that in, in, in the spoiler section. Like I said, I feel like I'm just a just person just shitting on it with no reasons. But when we get into the spoilers, like, we can talk about it more. I Fuck, like, Allegoria. This year, Allegoria and maybe the new Scream movie are the only ones worse. But... I might even I might even forgive Scream just because I don't hold high expectations for the series. Yeah. And it was really just boring and predictable. This was just a, a fucking egregious. What's your rating? <laughs> what's your great uh your rating out of ten? How what the fuck did I give Scream? I don't know, probably like a I don't know, like a three and a half. <laughs> and I feel like I'm being nice. And I, dude, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, we've looked forward to this for so long. Yeah. And I just so disappointed. So I will say that the only other movies that I can think of that are worse, and it's not saying much, is uh, Allegoria and Jeepers Creepers Reborn. I want to throw out, remember how much I shit all over Prey and how yeah. I hated Prey? Yeah. I'd watch Prey like 15 times before I'd watch this again. <laughs> well, uh, I liked Prey, and I, I definitely think Prey is superior. Um, Halloween, or I'm sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. I don't, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> let me have my turn. My, um, my, my take on the movie is uh, it's my least favorite in the series. Um, like, well, right above uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Like, I mean, say H2. to me, to me, if, if I were being asked as a hardcore Halloween fan, mind you, like, you know, the, the, 
For those of you that don't know, uh, John and I, uh, the, the first film, the first Halloween film is our passion. That's like our favorite movie of all time. Like it's like together collectively, like we love that movie. We've read like every book there is on it. We've watched every commentary. Like we are huge fans of that movie. So we take this shit seriously. And so like when we're, we're passionate about it, we're going to love it. And when we're pissed off, we're going to fucking, we're going to vent. And to be straight with you, if, if, a, if a real hardcore Halloween fan, not somebody just coming in watching the new movies, if they said to me, what's your take on halloween ends this is my legit take somebody shit the bed didn't want to get out of bed just you know, was too lazy to so they rolled over to the clean side of the bed shit the bed again on that side and then just continued to lay in it it's a total shit the bed job there's no fucking question about it four out of ten I think, uh, didn't we get enough? It looks enough? like Art, Art the Clown a a after he gets out of a bathroom. <laughs> didn't we get enough of, uh, hey, that's Michael. Hey, wait, no, it's not from Kills with the Metal Patient. I mean, was the idea to take that like idea that pissed people off from Halloween Kills further and pissed them off more with this movie? Like, I, I really... Uh, I, I really just don't understand. Uh, uh, also, this like has I think this has the least amount of Michael Myers kills in it out of any Halloween movie. It's got the least amount of Michael Myers outside of Halloween three. <clears throat> um, it's literally, it's literally uh, the rever it's literally the re reverse resurrection. It's uh, if the, if resurrection was like the first fifteen minutes were good and then like the whole rest of the whole movie was ass. This is like the whole movie's ass and like the last 15 minutes are decent but then still kind of suck um the yeah ends four out of ten ending. i'm I'm legit mad i let me put it that way the ending made me mad i haven't walked away mad from disliking a movie in a long time but they did michael myers and laurie strode injustice that's the only way to put it and i can't go further without just ranting so the way that they ended i don't necessarily have a problem with it per se the actual ending but just the entire movie. Well, they play. I really don't like that they play "Don't Fear the Reaper" when the credits rolled like that. It should that should be the Halloween theme always. And I really don't yeah, like. I that. didn't mind it because I also always associate that song with Halloween anyway. Right. I know it is played in the original yeah. stuff in the car, but it's just like when those credits roll and the screen goes black, that theme's what you want to hear. That's what I want to hear. That's what I expect. They did so. put it as the last song on the credit credits, which it's kind of yeah. ended the series in a way. But anyway, Halloween. Before we end here. Halloween Ends is that movie that's so bad that makes you readjust the ratings on the movies that you thought were that bad, and you go, "Well, shit, it's not that bad." Yeah, um, I, yeah. Halloween Resurrection was better. Uh, there's no yeah. question about it. Resurrection was better because at least Resurrection was fun. They did this, two Michaels better in that movie. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, this uh, yeah, uh, Resurrection was uh, at least fun, even if it's in like that bad Jason X way. Halloween, it's at least Halloween ends is just like it's really bad. I, I, it's, it's, it's. Last thing I'll say, the final thing I'll say here before spoilers is that it's really just hard for me to believe that, like, with with the hype on this movie and what they've built in in this trilogy, that this is really like how it ends. And nobody stepped in. Nobody stepped in. No producers. No, nobody stepped in and went, "Hey, this might not be the right way to take the last movie." Like everybody was just on board with this knowing that this was supposed to be a Halloween movie, like, I just don't understand how they fucking let it slip so far out of the grip. Like, it's just so disconnected from the other Halloween movies, and that's not a good thing at all. Best parts of this movie is they played Halloween, the dead Kennedys version, and the cameo from Nick Castle, and it is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, organs and the, the... He's like a... a you'll... you'll a yeah, I won't say. Yeah, I won't say. If you know, you know. 
Yeah, but uh, this movie was a horrendous pile of shit. So uh, I guess now we can get into the spoilers, which make the movie even worse. So uh, go get yourself some Red Robin. Hit us with a jingle, Josh. Red Robin. Yum. All right, so we're back. Uh, I want to just jump right in real quick, John, because where you about, left off. About that tag team action? Yes, right, because that's where you left off before spoilers and our ratings, uh, our ratings. So um, I will say, yeah, uh, Mikey teaming up with somebody, no fucking way. That was one of the biggest, like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. That's just like, that's like when your favorite like, singles wrestler teams up with that, like, luchador wrestler. That you're just luchador. like, come on, like, like, this is a ridiculous so tag team. And Ray Mysterio, yeah, yeah, or, tri- or like, yeah, like, triple age or Rey Mysterio that type of thing like you just have this like like really like the the, t- the teaming up that whole thing right there just breaks the whole Myers code if you t- as told me going into this movie Michael Myers is going to team up with somebody but that's just absolutely uncharacteristic that's not Michael Myers at all and uh also uh how he he did the Devon Dudley twitch like when Michael kills he starts spazzing you, out you actually but, like, see him power. like yeah you see like the, the the power he gets from killing like kind of like goes through him like he actually fucking but twitches. we never saw that in any of um, the previous three films correct it's like it's like he's hurt until he stabs people and it like almost revitalizes him um so it's like when he's not killing people he just like curls up into this like feeble old man apparently anyway yeah, yeah and uh you could have watched the scene and thought hmm maybe it's just because we're supposed to believe michael's too weak that he couldn't that he just like I don't want to say accepted the help but just took the easy kill and yeah. then he wasn't strong enough to kill Corey? no because they team up again <laughs> right and they go to the pervy doctor and at the bitch allison hates working with yeah and michael myers uh ends up bobbing her that sounds, bobbing that sounds her. wrong but bob from halloween one yeah. stabs stabs her and then does the same exact head tilt halloween fans will get it halloween 78 i should say um but uh, Allison and Corey end up like uh, they have a plan to leave Haddonfield. Burn it all down. <laughs> that shit was so stupid. So emo. Right? And like there's like these scenes of them riding on his like raggedy ass motorcycle. <laughs> right? Dude, it's like I saw somebody and I wouldn't go this far with, with classifying the movie. But they said that how the Halloween ends I saw in a group said this is like a rom-com gone bad (laughs) and it's not entirely wrong that's not no it's not but i wouldn't go quite that far um yeah and then so like Lori's like no you can't leave with that motherfucker he creepy yeah then she's like well you set me up with him and she's like yeah but i talked to the dad and the kid he punted down the stairs and he was gonna forgive him but then said he had to had some I, I was, dude, I swear to God, I was literally waiting for him to go to the devil's eyes. I know, yeah, said so that he saw him and the, uh, had like a, what was it, he said, uh, it, it was him, but it wasn't him in his eyes yeah. or something like that. And like, went into the elaborate thing that we know what he's thinking, because he was going to forgive him as he was like, yeah, I know that Corey didn't kill, didn't murder my kid, but, but that's, that's not the same yeah. Corey that I saw. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after that, um. Yeah, Allison's blaming Lori because she's like, oh, you don't want me to be with him, but you introduce me. And, like, Lori's like, oh, well, like, I found out some shit. I talked to his fucking mother. <laughs> and, and I just all of a sudden got the evil, like, just started randomly uh, feeling weird vibes towards him. Like, Lori just, like, sensed it. senses. Yeah, she just sensed that something's off about him once he met Michael. And then she was like, and then, like, Allison starts, like, 
yelling at her, saying how she doesn't let anything go, and she's the reason that her parents got killed. And I'm like, why wouldn't Allison believe Lori when everything fucking she's told Allison yeah. in regards to this like sh- kind of shit has like turned out to be true? Yep. And like, honestly, it isn't even like it's the Lori from 2018. Like, this is like a well-adjusted Lori. Like, she's doing well until people start blaming her for Michael. But like, she's getting along fine. She seems to be living a normal life with, you know. Well, that that's one of the things Allison. that actually kind of bothered me, though, was that like Lori never got resolution from Michael. From uh, he just he's still out there. You know, they, he never caught. And the last time he was out and around, he killed her daughter. Yet she's happy and at peace. What? That was like what? That was the that was the, the angle you went with this one was let's make well Lori a peace and happy and smiling and being like a, a pie baking you know good housewife type of mother and you know like 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 I didn't mean that in like a sexist way you know what I mean like the, the apron wearing like pie baking like old school like old fashioned that's what she like becomes like you're you're that happy go lucky like fifties television mom all of a sudden when like you're like things are worse than they've ever been and have happened more recently than they've ever been you were fucked up for 40 years after what happened in the first film and then recently within the last four the dude's back came at you killed your daughter and disappeared again and now all of a sudden you're fucking chill that shit is ridiculous and it makes no fucking sense yeah like i was gonna say 40 years she couldn't get over it but now all of a sudden 40 years with him locked in the asylum knowing exactly where he is she couldn't get over it. same shit my wife said yes four years after he's murdered her son-in-law her daughter almost killed her and her granddaughter doesn't know where he is because he escaped and doesn't know where he is she's okay that's what i'm saying it makes no sense it makes yeah she's at peace because she's writing a book no terrible and that was about the only thing about the Lori character i didn't have a problem with like it would be logical she would write a book about the events like anyway we're gonna I guess uh, just jump to Halloween day because Lori's told Allison she can't leave with him. And uh, on Halloween day, Corey goes back to the sewers where Pennywise, I mean, Michael's been living <laughs> for the last four years. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. And I didn't even notice till we were having it replay in the background and your wife Sam pointed out that there's a Michael face in the cave and I never noticed watching that last yep. night. Yeah, it's what like, the it's fuck? Like the, the Is he in the there rocks. doing fucking Lion King like thumb paintings? <laughs> like on the fucking cave? He's, no, he's just chiseling. doing like self-portraits? He's, with his one good hand, he's over there yeah. chiseling in the rock trying to make his own you know, Mount Rushmore of himself. It's but fucking weird. Yeah, but, it was weird. But anyway, Corey goes back to the fucking sewer. And uh, I'll have to say, we would seen it before Kenny. And Kenny messages me right here and goes, he just fucking wrestled Michael Myers for his mask. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... like no exaggeration like they're literally like greco-roman wrestling in the sewer like stand up like belly to belly like hand movement and he just like through the james bond vision of the tunnel yeah like the circular vision of the camera and he just pushes michael down and just takes his mask and michael just lays there like a little bitch and accepts yeah and he says you're just a normal dude in a halloween mask which is also something that plays out later in the film which uh is not what you just build up in halloween kills you literally had this whole montage proving that he's evil and every time he kills he transcends more into evil now all of a sudden he's just a dude with a mask and you could just take his mask off him what the fuck we're one film later we are one film later how the fuck did the mythology change that much you're bringing that up and now it's making me hate the series as a whole trilogy because now i'm thinking about it that's what they were trying to tell us in halloween 2018 
Like, the whole podcasters were like, no, he's just a man. Like, he's just a man in a mask. And that's what they're trying to build up by, you know, the fire, which we knew wasn't going to happen. And then the next one is that's what they're building up is that, no, he's 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 something more. He's Mm -hmm. he he, he's, you know, the evil incarnate. Yeah. And then this one, we're going back to nah, he just a bitch in a mask. Yeah. Like. Who's getting dude, out he, wrestled by he punks? He got fucking shoved to the ground and just laid there while the dude took his mask. Yep. Shit, dude, that was like I was already hating the movie at that point. Me too. I've never. Once, I was like, is Michael gonna fucking do anything? I have never <clears throat> once watched a Halloween movie, and I will say this with the Rob Zombie movie included, and never checked the time to be like, man, how much longer till this is over? Yeah. Dude, you had told you saw it in theaters before I did. Before I went home and watched it. And the way you said it is you said, well, that's one way to end it, I guess. I took it as in maybe it was like it, where the ending wasn't that good. No. But, but the movie was I fine. meant the movie. I meant the whole movie No, as the a whole fucking movie was egregious. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I've said that multiple times with that word. But that's, and I've laughed every time. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. Again, I, I keep getting sidetracked because this movie's just so bad. Well, I, I, go ahead. Do you want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to jump in real quick and say that a lot of people online keep comparing this movie to uh, uh, Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Uh, And the thing is, um, it's really like not because the difference is at least A New Beginning felt like a Friday the 13th movie. It felt like a Jason movie until the whole like switcheroo reveal at the end. Whereas this just did not feel like a Halloween movie from the fucking start. It's it's funny you bring that up because I saw that in a group and I somebody said Halloween ends equals Friday the Thirteenth Part Five a New Beginning, and I dislike Part Five. You like Five? I yeah. don't, I don't care for it, but I did say wrong. I'll watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Five again, and that's true. I don't like Part Five, but it's rewatchability, watch. right? Right. And uh, there there was some other good ones here. Some people were like, yeah, because I liked them both, and someone said no, it was Jason Goes to Hell. New Beginning's actually good. <laughs> uh, what was the one it said uh it said if uh tommy uh, this is talking about part friday the 13th part five being the same they said i mean if tommy immediately befriended roy not knowing roy was also jason's bff that is a good comparison <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny um <clears throat> but yeah so he shoves him down he takes the mask and i guess at that point i was like are we done with Michael Myers is the shape, and now it's just Corey, and he's gonna get all these like powers. But uh, yeah, and then uh, Cor- and then he goes back to the junkyard. He lures those uh the bullies back to the junkyard, which uh Corey's uncle Christine, yeah, Corey's uncle ends up getting killed, which we said was like the Danny Trejo from the Rob Zombie Halloween. Like, why the fuck did that guy have to die? Yeah, why like, did why did the nice like like the, the, the one of the like the only person that was one, ever nice Corey, to him really Corey doesn't actually kill him. It's well, it's him getting in the way. Yeah. But like his uncle like, you know, gave him a bike cuz he was riding a bicycle in the beginning of the movie and he was like, "Hey, take this motorcycle. It's like a piece of shit, but it'll work, you know." Yeah, you won't be late to work anymore, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so uh and then um, he goes in and kills his mother. And then uh, he goes to the DJ of the radio station and yeah. kills him. Cuts and, his tongue out. Yeah. Then we also had a nice cameo for the DJ. I don't know. I feel bad Diana Prince uh, 
Thirsty the male girl got uh, involved in the worst one in the franchise. Yeah, it was cool to see her, but yeah, it's uh, cool to see you were in a Halloween movie, I guess. I mean, if I was in this movie, I'd still... Bro- you know what's funny is I thought about... Try and play it off. I was in the Halloween series. Oh yeah, which one? The series. No, which <laughs> Halloween movie were you in? I was in one well, of the timelines. I was in one of those David Gordon Green ones. Which one? One of those trilogy ones. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I told you I went to go see uh, Kevin Smith for Clerks 3 and that dude was bragging? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, this dude in front of us in line for the VIP was like, oh, yeah, talk about Clerks 3. He was like, this is the second ever movie. It made me cry. He's like, the other one was... Uh, Halloween ends because I got to be in it. And I'm like, what? What? He's apparently he <laughs> says he got killed. I don't know. I didn't pay enough attention. I don't care. About but I'm like, if he's such a big shot, how come he's standing in line with me to get Kevin's autograph too? True that. But uh, jeez, where, where, where? We at with, with, with Corey Myers? He, he killed his, his mother. Killed his uncle. Killed his mother. Kills the DJ, the receptionist. Mm-hmm. Then he goes back to the Strode home. And this shit makes no sense because he's fighting Lori and because uh, he gets shot by her. That's the the thing we saw in the trailer that everybody was like, that's not Michael because he's got his, all his fingers. Mm-hmm. So then she's talking to him and he was like, he basically is saying that she'll never get Allison. And then he stabs himself in the neck to frame her for murdering him, which I don't know what your end game is except dying. <laughs> Like, that shit was so weird. Yeah, that's a weird way to go out. You just stab yourself in the throat. If I can't have Allison, no one can. And then No Mask Michael shows up, and uh, he 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 has to make sure to get the mask back on. Well, no, wait, wait, wait. Before that, before that, Allison comes in. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. And she walks in to Laurie holding the knife that, was, that, uh, that Corey had plunged into his own throat because Laurie pulls it out to try to actually help him. And, of course, Allison walks in and sees Laurie and automatically assumes that Corey was right and is like, oh, my God, Laurie did want to kill him. She did kill him now. She doesn't want me to be happy. And she throws a little, like, bitch fit and then, like, you know, runs out and drives off. And the, my, my big gripe right there is, like, you've known your grandmother how long? You've known her and you guys have been through how much? And you really just think that she's just going to just kill an innocent person like that? Like, no questions asked. Michael Myers' mask laying right on the floor next to him, by the way, because he just took it off, laying literally right next to him. And you're just going to assume that she just killed an innocent man didn't didn't autumn didn't want to ask any questions just going to automatically assume that your grandmother who has been your hero and savior this whole time is just going to randomly just kill an innocent person for no reason and just turn on her like that i just thought that was uncharacteristic as fuck as allison and it made it made no sense it was just it just it just poor writing god damn it it's just fucking also, poor also can we talk about the fact that Corey told allison he killed somebody yeah right yeah he did after he, after he killed the homeless guy. Yeah, he told her. He told That's her, right. he, said, he said, I killed somebody. And, she just and then like, he took her to the house. Why the hell would you listen to some dude be like, I killed somebody, and then take you to the house where he he says that he accidentally killed the kid? I mean, it was an accident, but people have their own opinions. Yeah. That'd be kind of weird if somebody was like, yeah, I had to kill this guy today. By the way, you want to go to the house where the kid I accidentally killed? Want to go visit killed? the site with me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, shit's fucking weird. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of glanced over that, but... uh. Uh, Corey stabs himself in the neck and tries to frame Lori. And then Michaels shows up with no mask. He has to make sure to get his mask back on so he can be Michael again. Yeah. And he kills Corey, who somehow, as Kenny said, how the hell is he still alive at this point? Yeah, 10 minutes after he's been stabbed in his jugular. 
And uh, he breaks his neck after a struggle. So I guess Michael's back to the solo act. So the one thing that made Michael literally crawl out of his little hole in the ground was the fact that his mask was elsewhere. Yeah, I also didn't know this movie was also, you know, how it like pays tributes to yeah. different movies. I didn't know it paid tribute to Freddy versus Jason with the whole buddy system with, you know, Michael with this <laughs> other person helping him get killed so he can get power back. Yeah, that's I didn't think of it like that, but that's very true. Yeah, I told I told him to call that what she was asking about. I was like, well, it had aspects of Freddy versus Jason in it. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason was better by a lot <laughs> oh by God. a long shot. God oh. damn. Yeah, so uh then Michael and Lori start duking with uh, 12 minutes left in the movie, I think. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Like, that's... I might be exaggerating a little bit, but I remember there was 15 minutes left. I had to pause it, and I went, wait, there's 15 minutes left? So, yeah, like, the trailer did a great job of showing, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie. The, be- the only part of the movie that was really enjoyable, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, so Lori and Michael start duking, uh... She ends up stabbing him with a knife in both of his hands and uh kind of pins him down. Kind of pins him down and then she tips over the refrigerator on his left leg. Yo, dude, that part happy I legit laughed out loud when his right foot just starts flailing like <laughs> yeah. he's trying to kick her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit was so yeah. yeah. Trying to kick with his right leg, his left leg's like, pinned bitch. down. He he's goes, pinned on the uh, island in the middle of the kitchen, just knives in both hands. Yeah, he got one pinned down by his leg. Because Laurie can overpower him somehow. She's stronger than him and can, you know, well, I don't know. Well, I mean, she stabbed in that wood pretty good. But uh, he start, uh, she removes his mask and, like, slits his throat. Slits his wrist, like Hobie bleeding heavy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, stabs him under the armpit yeah, and twists and he, it. And he he got that weird. It almost like it looked like he got pube hairs on his chin. <laughs> like he said, uh, dog puke face. <laughs> yeah, like it just looks like it got like melted in the microwave, and then they like put like pube hairs on his face. <laughs> like Michael, Mike, Mike, Michael, kind of feel like had a more of a Victor Crowley type look to yeah. him under that mask. Yeah, I agree. But uh as Michael's dying, like I got to say even though this movie is terrible, the most badass thing Michael's ever done in a movie, he literally ripped his hand in like pretty much half to the like, banana peels his hand. Yeah. yeah. The split finger one, the yeah. fucking Spock hand he got. Yeah. He just ripped it in half to let go and starts choking her and then she gives uh, in to she wants yeah, it. Yeah, she's like harder daddy. <laughs> she's saying you know she's saying you know like uh, do it like she wants to die and, and then uh allison realizes oh wait my grandmother's probably yeah, not a killer she broke the fuck out of his arm though oh yeah she did that shit snapped like, she fucking, like fucking conor mcgregor's leg she art she art the clown him except terrifier 2 was better by oh god dude not even close. this the, the, the opening the, the 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 credit scene is better than the whole movie of halloween uh art with the sunglasses on is better than anything in this movie <laughs> agreed <laughs> agreed agreed um, uh so that Lori you know slices open his arm and then he dies and uh with him dead they take his body out to the salvage yard they put they strap it like on top of 
Lori's car like, like he's a, a mattress, like a fucking hood ornament. And don't even give yeah, him the like Edna respect. Like. And then my man, who I told you is the best character in this entire trilogy, I the, sheriff. the sheriff. Yeah, he shows up and they're like, "You like we don't do this to so like bodies." He's like, "We are tonight." Yeah. <laughs> he shows up. Like he said. always got the best line when he was like, "He's like take in the fucking 2018." He's Hawkins is like, "Take a look at this list," and he was like, "Michael Myers." What are we gonna do? Cancel Halloween? <laughs> like he's got the best line. He like you said, he always shows up with that like one line. Yeah, he's not in the movie much, but he just delivers that one line he's and got, makes like, his one presence line known. In each one of the movies lets you know he's a powerful, also, shout powerful out to man. Michael Smallwood for making sure he dropped out of this franchise at the right time. He died in the right. I don't one. think he had a choice, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, congrats on not having to be on this one. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, they strap him to the top of Lori's car. They take him to an industrial shredder. You know, like you've seen, uh, you've seen the videos online of those like shredders and people just drop all kinds of shit. It's just in like them. a metal, metal like yeah. Grinding. Well, they drop Michael metal in there and that shit crunched that motherfucker. Oh yeah. For those of you that have seen Thirty Days of Night, you've seen Thirty Days of Night, right? It's been a long time. Yeah. Well, they have one of those. The thing I forget what they call it, but it's uh, the, the you know the the one vampire gets in. It's just like a big metal. It's grinding. a shredder. Yeah. And uh, it's at Corey's uncle's scrapyard. And uh, in the ensuing days afterwards, Allison and Lori reconcile. Allison leaves Haddonfield after discovering the truth about Corey. And Lori finishes her memoir, and it looks like her and Hawk is going to be fucking. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he was a sweet guy. He left her vegetables. Right? You know, Man, she, she don't deserve Hawkins. Thing. Yeah, she don't. She don't. She a, she a psycho bitch. He been nothing but nice to her. Yeah, right. Had a crush on her. Bitch put him off for Ben Tramer. Fucking Ben Tramer. Fucking Ben Tramer. Not even in the movies. Man, fucking Ben Tramer ass motherfucker. Right. Well, let me just say like uh And for real, that's how the movie ends. Literally with her and Hawkins like sitting on her porch. And then don't fear the Reaper. Don't buy a blue oyster colt. I didn't on. have a problem with it. Uh, like I said, I I, I did, feel like but. I don't know. I guess the Halloween <laughs> Halloween theme always works, but I don't know. I thought I thought that transition was good from there. Well, for me, uh, the final showdown between Michael and Laurie, first of all, was thank Christ that it was actually Michael and Laurie. There was a big worry going in that it was going to be Corey and Laurie, and, and I was really thankful that it was actual Michael and Laurie. And it was and a decent fight. Yes, yes. But was, like Kenny said when he was breaking it down to me after seeing it, uh, he said they just had two like almost 70-year-old people fight for three minutes and then called it a movie. It was like, uh, but the thing is, is, I thought that Michael and Laurie's interaction at the end of 2018, they're fighting, they're battling. I thought that was too short-lived. Like, she shows up behind, behind Michael, and she's like, you know, happy Halloween, Michael. And then they exchange, like, three or four blows back and forth, and then he falls in the cellar. Well, you, you still had the you one know. upstairs with her with the shotgun where they were yeah, fighting. Yeah, where he she falls off the off. roof or whatever. But I just, I was a little, like, I wanted more. And I thought that, like, the, the fight that we got at the end of this one, that's more what I wanted. Michael ragdolling her, throwing her across the fucking counter. I thought, I was like, yo, this is what I wanted. They're fucking throwing down. This is what I wanted in 2018. Uh, I was happy with their, their throwdown until the conclusion. And not that Laurie kills him. That was expected to be you and Ian on our episode. So we yeah. think the way that the... Well, actually, the, we, I, I felt like... I, I, if I remember correctly, Ian might have too. That, that, and I feel like... There was a thought we all had that they might kill both of them. But we knew Michael had to die. We said yeah. Michael, they made him so evil this time around, like he had to die. And I, so it's not that he died or that Laurie killed him. That was kind of expected. Um, it was how he dies. Like, again, he just gets pinned down by two knives on a kitchen island. 
and then uh in a refrigerator on his knee and laurie just like slits his throat and slits his wrists and he bleeds out before they put him in in the shredder and it's like okay that would work on any normal person but we're forgetting again let me remind you that we are one film after halloween kills one film not 10 not 20 not 100 one film after Halloween Kills, where the whole last five minutes of that movie is a fucking montage to showing you how unstoppable Michael is, and he literally gets shot point blank five or six times, stabbed in the base of his skull, beaten with bats, beaten with maces, beaten with irons, literally beaten to death, and comes back and has everything done to him, including being shot, but getting pinned down with two knives and getting his throat cut did it i just thought like that what the fuck kind of weak way to go to, to to put him down like that was just like you just showed how unstoppable he was and then you just defeated him in such a simple way i thought it was ridiculous and h2o was a much much better conclusion uh i reneged my statement in our prior episodes that i was going with this timeline because this 2018 timeline because the thing is when when i said that the timeline wasn't complete now that i'm looking at it on paper and it's done and i see that halloween ends is the way that that timeline ends i'm going back to the my original favorite timeline of h1 h2 and h2o because h2o was such a better ending dude like like just laurie hunting him just him and her showing having a, a showdown he gets pinned between between Hello, the tree and the, and the fucking and the van gets pinned between the tree and the van she decapitates him the credits roll and you hear her breathing over the credits like her sighs of relief instead of hearing michael breathing over the credits like at the end of the first film like i just thought that was like that is such a better conclusion to what this was it should have ended that it should have been a final blow it should have been a head a head decapitation it should have been like him just getting straight fucking thrown in the grinder like it should have been anything but just to just let's pin him down and watch him bleed out i just thought that it was i, I was not happy with the way they killed him i wanted him to die i just thought that it was weak the way they did it he would have it would have been better off letting if he had died after ends i'd have been happy with that I'd be like damn they fucked him up they beat the shit out of him they shot him they stabbed him in the base was like i get it he's done this i was like I, at any point i was literally waiting for him to sit up and fight back more and i was like it's kind of it's it's weak man it's really fucking weak do you want to go over our uh ratings of our favorite movies and do you have anything else you want to contribute i'm sorry yeah i was gonna say um, i kind of went on for like five minutes my bad i was just um, that was my rant I had to get it off there's so many different things you set up and want to touch on that i'm gonna forget all of them but first i'll just say uh my timeline is halloween <laughs> fair enough yeah. but if i could make my own timeline yeah it would be halloween and halloween 2018 yeah just one or two just one is just those two you can take that as an ending he got burned up she trapped him like i like that honestly with the way this trilogy played out it almost feels like the star wars sequels <laughs> i know i bring this up but like you dude, bring this shit up all Force the time Awakens was really good paid fan service it was really well done the second one you know last jedi halloween kills eh, I, people like it people don't like it i can see why you like it i can see why you don't like it i'm i'm fine with it third one oh it's terrible it's rise of skywalker i've only seen that once i saw it in theaters dude i saw force awakens like six times in theaters and i saw last jedi probably like three or four mm. i literally saw rise of skywalker once i didn't see this you saw it in theaters mm -hmm. it was i was free i saw i would use my free movie pass <laughs> i had to work so i'm like whatever i'll watch it my idea was i'll watch it on peacock and then i'll go see it in theaters i have no plans to go see this in theaters right 
And, that's and like, I can't uh, that's believe the, I'm saying that. How many times did you and I both see the first 2018 film? And we were ranking up numbers. I think I saw it six and you saw it five. And the only time I saw it one more time than you was because you were working when I got those IMAX tickets. Yeah. And I was like, so like, and I just think that you don't even care to go to see this I one don't. once. Even f- with free passes, save them for something else. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I can't believe I'm saying that. I was so psyched to go see this in theaters. And I was really bummed that I couldn't see it last night. And then I watched it on Peacock when I got home from work, and I was like, wow, I can't believe I really have no interest to go see this in theaters. Like, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, it's so bad. Maybe it's me, maybe I didn't see stuff, but do you feel like this was the movie? Like, I'm going to go back to this again. Like, I feel like John Carpenter was not a fan of this movie. Like, 2018, <laughs> yeah. he was all... I mean, granted, he still did the music for the movie, so whatever. But that's also, I feel like, something that was already worked in that he knew he was doing. Yeah. It was already a job. But, like, 2018, he was about promoting the shit out of that. I agree. And yeah. Halloween Kills, he talked a lot about that. Yeah. And I feel like I haven't really heard him say anything about Halloween Ends and say, like, oh, like, they're wrapping it up perfect. Like, have you? Yeah, no. No, I just, I know that, um, I know that, like. I'm sure he's talked about it, but it's just not out there in the way it was for the previous two films. Maybe John Carpenter loves it and thinks it's a good movie, but I don't know. I feel like his actions with his promotion of the movie, like John Carpenter, I feel like as we've seen, I granted, I don't, we obviously don't know him personally, but from what we've seen from his business wise, he'll do the job he's paid to do. Yeah. If he doesn't care about the project, he's not going to talk about it. If he loves that <laughs> project, he'll, he'll talk, talk about, about it all right. day. And I feel like Halloween ends, like, he was doing interviews. Talking more about video games. He's talking about video games. Yeah. Today, there was another one that came out, and he said he's having a tough time playing The Last of Us 2. Like, nothing about Halloween. I don't, like I said, don't know him. He might love the movie. The vibes I'm getting is John, I don't think John Carpenter was a big fan of how this movie went. Yeah, just, well, the thing is, I don't know. And I can see why, considering (laughs) how he feels about the reasons and choices he made in the original as to why he would not care for Halloween ends. Yeah, agreed. I get to like the 2018 one to see where it goes. I can see him laughing at him when he saw, when they're like, yeah, so he's going to be working with this guy named Corey that we're going to introduce. I could see John Carpenter going, okay. Yeah, it's, (laughs) it's even harder to think that, like, there might have been somebody at Blumhouse that was like, helping david gordon green like a producer that was actually giving input because like if if it's almost like i i feel that that has to be the case or i hope that it's the case because i i really feel that that's not the case because i feel like david gordon green was just given a free canvas where they were just like oh you did such a good job with the 2018 one here take it from here and do what you want with the next two and, let's- and i just feel like they just trusted him and he just felt like oh yay look at me with my creative freedom let me just get as artistic and creative as i want to be because i can and it's like you that's why you can't let directors like off the chain like that you need to still make sure that they're staying true to the topic like what made the ones that were successful successful don't let them stray from that like that had that happened that he just was literally just stroking his paintbrush dick i'm just oh look at what i can do with the halloween series because now i can just do whatever i want i can be creative now it's like no fuck you dude you fucked up you really fucked up damn i just said that fuck it fuck you dude (laughs) (laughs) fuck you you fucked up you fucked the halloween series up damn david gordon green never coming on here i still like pineapple express uh (laughs) i want to uh that brings up an interesting point if you say we're, we're just making broad speculations here the, about John Carpenter and this. We have no inside knowledge of anything. This is just us. The speculating, just yeah. Conspiracy theory shit. Um, 
that's an interesting point if that is true that he had creative freedom because let's talk about halloween 2018 and halloween kills both of those movies were completed they were released to a test audience Mm -hmm. the test audience hated it Mm -hmm. they went back refilmed changed stuff and for the most part both of them were critically praised yeah but both of them when they had the initial cut of the movie they were panned and people yeah. said how much they hated it. Yeah. Because I think in Halloween 2018, they were going to kill Lori, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And how, yeah, how the fuck would that have worked? They did. They went back and refilmed some things and changed some things for test, there was stuff for test in the screenings. trailer and there's still a scene that I want to know what the hell was going on in that scene is when you see her drinking the, in Halloween 2018, when she's drinking the bottles and she's crying in the truck, right? You see like a frame of something walking towards yep. the truck. It looks like, like it's Michael. Yeah. I want to see that. Too. You got a little bit, uh, in the trailer for 2018, we got some montages of Laurie like in her uh, tank top, like loading guns that we didn't get yeah. in the actual movie, and we got it in this one when they were showing some flashbacks. They used that footage, so that was cool to see that. Yeah, so I guess we can go into uh, ranking Halloween movies. Okay. I would say normally I would say like I think we did with Halloween Kills. Oh uh, well, you know I just recently saw it, so there might be a bias to the movie. I don't think that's going to be a problem in this situation. Yeah, no. Do you do no. you want me to go first? You want to go first? I'll go. I'll go because I have mine up. I have my notes up. Uh, so this is how I rank the films overall uh, from from absolute. Are we including three or are we leaving three? Yeah, I'm, I'm including three. Okay. I mean, we don't have to, but I'm including. I know you're including the producer's cut of Halloween <laughs> 6. I'm not doing that, but it's pretty funny to do that. Um, uh, but uh, uh, this is for absolute best to absolute worst. Um, Halloween 1978. Halloween 2018, Halloween 2, 1981, Halloween H2O, Halloween Kills, Halloween 4, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Halloween 5, Rob Zombie's Halloween, Halloween 6, Halloween Resurrection, and Halloween Ends. Dead ass last. By H2. Okay, yeah, I didn't even mention H2 because it's so bad. H2 goes right below that. So H2 is good for th- good for reminding me. H2 is dead ass last ends is better than h2 rob zombies h2 and that's as good like those are the bottom two for sure like ends and then rob zombies h2 that's bottom of the barrel like never watch them again bad obviously halloween 1978 halloween 3 halloween 2018 halloween 2 from 81 halloween kills halloween 4 h2o the one where Michael cries, Halloween five, <laughs> Halloween six, Halloween six, uh, Uncle Daddy version, producers cut, Halloween resurrection, Halloween ends, and then the Rob Zombie and H two. But like, yeah, it's bad when I can So ends goes right before both Rob Zombie films yeah. for you, and it just goes right above Rob Zombie's H two for me. So it's still bottom three for you, bottom two for me. So yeah. I mean, it's bad when fucking Uncle Daddy Michael is better. Leaps and bounds better. Yeah, yeah. That's hideous mask and all. <sighs> See, you and I are different on 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 the part six mask. <coughs> I like I, I like the part six mask. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But, but uh, yeah, like I said, I feel like. Now we were able to give more of a full opinion as to why we don't like it. Like Michael with a buddy system, Allison becomes unlikable. Lori's all of a sudden chipper, even though she doesn't know where Michael is and they've never found his body. And his daughter, her daughter's murdered. And her daughter's murdered. Uh, Corey, just him and Michael's 
stumble across each other and become best friends forever until Michael snaps his neck towards the end of the movie because he has to die and there's just so many it's a problems. mess it's a shit show it's a total mess like my last thing is i just want to know what was the point of Corey? this is the last thing i'm going to say before we wrap this up i just want to know what was the point of Corey? like i'm just like they gave him the majority of the movie i feel like, like what I, was the point of it for all for him to just kill himself and for it to just go between michael and laurie like what we wanted and waited for the whole time like what was the point of his story i feel like they were trying to do like what makes a killer a killer but why? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand because it went nowhere. It was pointless. And at the end of the day, as soon as he kills himself, I don't know how what you were doing, but I was like, fuck yeah, now we can get to like the meat of the story and get to Michael and Laurie now. Like, I was I don't waiting get it. for Corey to be killed. <laughs> I feel like the point of Corey is the point of the hospital scene from Halloween Kills, except they extended it out. They took the worst part of Halloween Kills and said, hey, let's make this the entire plot of the movie. I, I feel like the whole thing is it's like, does Corey become this way? Like, like it's that whole, was he always a monster mm-hmm. or was it because of what happened and the way society treated him, made him the monster? I'm not trying to get that question answered about Michael Myers. Yeah. And you're not even really asking it about him. Yeah. You, I don't care. Him. You just don't care. Corey laid in a bed for the entire thing of Halloween kills and fucking Michael's in a, laying in a sewer for the majority of Halloween ends. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I could keep random. Like I said, four out of ten and three, four to ten for me and three out of ten for you. Yeah, I mean, it could go lower. Like, yeah, could, I, honestly, I think I'm going to join you. Yeah, I will join you. It's not four to ten. It's three out of ten because as I sit here talking about it more. I am struggling to find what I do like about it. Like legit, I'm about to give this motherfucker a zero. There is very few movies that elicit an actual like visceral anger yeah, from man. me. And just like, dude, the whole, when they work together, I was like, please just let me make it think that it looks like they're working together. And then once Michael kills this dude, he's going to kill this Corey kid. Look, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, what I liked about Michael, I liked James Jude Courtney as Michael. I, know. I liked his presence. I liked his scenes on camera. I liked his kills. Besides that, I liked nothing else. Final rating, bro. I'm doing it. Final rating, two out of ten. Damn, it just two out of ten. It's done. It's because there's nothing we, redeemable if we, if about it. Talking, I'm not gonna. Wa- <laughs> I'm not gonna, gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it just for James Jude Courtney's like five minutes in the movie. Like, so, yeah, it's just unrewatchable, dude. Like, it's a 2 out of 10, man. And honestly, honestly, that's being generous. Like, I, I just, I don't see anything redeeming about it. I don't see anything. You just turn it on and fast forward to the last 15 minutes. Yeah, and then I watched him. I watched his fight scenes, which are awesome. And then I watched him die in the most, like, uncreative, unjust way that, you know, my boy deserved to go out better, man. Lop his head off or something. Lop but, it. yeah, I'm done. Like you said, yeah, let's, the more we talk, I'm going to get angry. We're going to yeah, just work again. <laughs> yeah, we're just we'll just wrap it up here. Thanks to all the horror hounds and smokers out there for tuning in. This was a rough episode. This is, uh, I think, the first time we've really had a movie that we both like hated that, this that hated much. this bad. We, we we've had some movies we both dislike. We've talked about, but nothing this bad. I don't think we've ever hated a movie <laughs> together. Like, it's like I legit hate this movie. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> anyway. uh we're much more pleasant online, so you can follow us at High on Horror 420 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, you can email us at High on Horror 420 gmail.com for some puff puff ass questions. Go to our website, highonhorror.com, 
And uh, you can sign up for our newsletter, get the latest episodes and guest announcements delivered into your inbox. Uh, before Drew's rating uh, gets any lower, we should probably get in, up on out of here. So uh, catch us later. Oh, and make sure you tune into our Hellraiser review. Forgot to add that. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Make sure you tune into our Hellraiser review, which is also Did hitting we like airwaves it more now. More than this. Tune in and find <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, all right. See you later, guys. <laughs>